0: My biggest obstacle in my early days were myself. So I thought that I wasn't smart enough to run a company. I thought that I wasn't qualified enough to do what I did. And so I quickly identified that, no, my role as a leader is to hire those people, is to build out my team and bring people that are smarter than me on board. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech.
1: This episodes We Are LA Tech shout out goes to Deborah Hockemeyer. Deborah, thank you so much for being so supportive of me and We Are LA Tech and inspiring so many people in the community. So appreciative of everything that you've done to support and celebrate. The LA Tech community and helping me grow as an entrepreneur, you're absolutely awesome. Be sure to say hi to Deborah on Twitter at d h o c k e m e y e r and check out her episode when you have a chance to listen. She's just awesome. Remember to follow us on at We Are LA Tech on Twitter. Be sure to tweet Deborah and tell her you found her via We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's com slash community. All right, I don't know when I became your productivity tool hunter, but I am on it. So I don't know if you guys have heard of Moreau, which is a company based out of Europe, and they're like the hot whiteboarding like whiteboard collaboration company. You could turn any like... um, little uh, post-it note into, uh, like take a picture and it digitizes it, super cool. However, there is a new um, startup in towel called Be Canvas, I discovered. The whiteboard that really works is how they describe themselves on uh, Twitter. It's B-E-E, Canvas on Twitter. And they say never lose your digital whiteboard again. And they're in an early access program and they're doing it superhuman style. Superhuman is another one, it's an email program productivity tool. And they are doing one-on-one calls with everybody that they onboard, which I thought was really cool. So I have a call coming up with them. I can't wait. So excited. So check out B Canvas. Let me know what you think. Right now, what is your favorite productivity tool? I'm such a nerd. I would love, love, love to hear it. So please um, shoot me a tweet or Instagram. DM me at Esprit Devorah on both. I would think it is so cool to discover something new through you. All right. Bye. Enjoy the episode. We are LA Tech Podcast, celebrating LA Tech startups and talent. So excited to bring to you our next guest, a community builder in LA Tech who has been in LA Tech since the beginning. Welcome, Greg.
0: Hey, so good to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. So excited
1: that you're on. Thank you. I'm really, I love how much you care about the community. So you started your tech company back in like 12 years ago. Walk us through what did you create and how has LA Tech different then than it is today?
0: So I launched a business that helps people set up corporations and LLCs. So quickly my life identified that I need to solve a big problem before I can work on like my passion. So my LLC allowed that. So at the time like there were no such thing as mentors, meetup groups, none of that. You were pretty much out here on your own. So it was a lonely place 12 years ago here in LA.
1: And, And what do you think it's like now?
0: Oh, it's thriving. It excites me like all the publications like dot dot L.A., that are out there and you guys that are like gassing up our community and like showing us what's happening and then companies like Honey that are just hitting it out the park, putting us on that venture capital map. It's exciting.
1: Let's do a little quick shout out to Honey. Can you tell us a little bit about Honey?
0: So Honey is an awesome Chrome extension. So that inspires me that you don't have to go out there and build some complicated app or software that the Google Chrome extension world is an awesome place to be in. So shout out to Honey for getting me those deals.
1: Definitely. And I think they they were acquired was it by PayPal for I don't remember
0: like a couple billion dollars it was a ridiculous amount
1: it's insane and one of the things that you feel really passionate about is being supportive of the community and playing more of a mentor figure these days can you tell me a little bit about that
0: totally so Um, What I've realized in life is that when I bring value to other people, like, value is brought to my life. And so it's been this awesome circle within, like, the tech world where, like, I always have somebody that I mentor, somebody that runs alongside me, and someone that mentors me. So bringing value to those early stage founders that are scared shitless and uh, thinking of the only ones that are facing problems, like, it's exciting when you start, like, connecting dots for them.
1: And What were some of the struggles that you had to overcome in building your company that you try to help people so that they don't have to go through the same thing now?
0: So my biggest obstacle in my early days were myself. So I thought that I wasn't smart enough to run a company. I thought that I wasn't qualified enough to do what I did. And so I quickly identified that, no, my role as a leader is to hire those people, is to build out my team and bring people that are smarter than me on board. And so when that clicked, it it was an amazing thing. But I was my biggest obstacle. In the beginning, like thinking I wasn't qualified or adequate enough to do what I'm doing.
1: Insane. It took me so long, and it's something I still struggle with to realize that my intuition is my oracle, and I need to trust my gut because your gut can go a long way. And even though I learned that. I have to revisit it all the time when I'm thinking there might be a solution out there that's not me. I have to bring it back in and be like, no, I like meditate. <laughs> right.
0: And and how yeah. cool is it that like we create that dialogue in our own head, right? Totally. Like, no one's telling us, hey, you're not smart enough to do that. Like I almost wish somebody would just so I could prove them wrong.
1: Right. But no, like this dialogue, 100%. I'm
0: creating it. Like, come on, bro, like get real. It's
1: interesting <laughs> that you say that it's actually like the level of awareness that I'm coming into in this phase of my life is how we write our script we write our, our narrative of our life and we all have a very unique perspective. Nobody shares the same reality at all. Not one person because we all are filtered through our histories. And so to think that we, since we wrote our own narrative, we also have the power to rewrite or change the narrative just blows my mind.
0: Ain't that awesome? And it's all a choice, right? Like I can wake up and like choose what I'm, what my rituals are going to be or what my day is going to be like. So like as founders, we need to take note of that. And then we need to apply rituals to our life that are not just going to benefit us, but also our teams
1: and and you're like serious from L.A. Um, walk us through that. What is your L.A. Right. background?
0: So I was born at UCLA Medical Center on Wilshire Boulevard. I grew up in South Central L.A. So I was like 12 years old when the L.A. riots broke out down the street from my house. Went to Hollywood High, and when time came for me to launch my business, I was like, "Where does the wealthiest person I know live?" And so that's what drew me to where I live now. Right? I was like, "I need a mirror success, and I just need to like be surrounded by it."
1: What were your beginning path, like, how did you start to create that opportunity for yourself?
0: So it, it all started with my grandmother. So my grandmother would go sell tamales at, at this Latino supermarket on 7th and Vermont. So like as a six-year-old, like I would have to go with her and help her out. And so I think that that was like my first dose at entrepreneurship was like seeing something that she made and it brought value to somebody and then they paid her for it. And so that was really exciting to see like, wow, you can really build your own destiny almost or like your own worth through entrepreneurship. And then my mom, she owned hair salons in LA, but that was by necessity. So she was like, I need to create my own existence. And so I'm first gen American. And so my mom came to this country illegally. She has her paperwork now, but but it was a struggle, you know, and I got to see it firsthand. So I think entrepreneurship was just in the DNA.
1: And one of the things that you're really well connected to is all the resources that are in LA. So what are some of the resources you recommend we all know about?
0: So shout out to Grid110. They're doing amazing things for South LA. Um, LAC their continuous programs that they create for their founders and how they connect dots for people. You have programs like Startup Boost. Um, we just wrapped up our pre-accelerator program. So we mentored everyone virtually this cohort, which was awesome. Like we didn't skip a beat, like applications are being taken and people applied, like we didn't skip a beat. And so their demos are coming up in June. So shout out to them um, for doing their thing.
1: And um, can you tell us a little bit uh, about how each one's unique, like what we can get, who's supposed to apply and what we could get out of it from grid 110 and startup boost and LA it's LAC. I always want to say, I always want to say it out, and but I know you're supposed to say the letters LA. What is it? LAC. <laughs> C-I. I, so I get L A C incubator. Right,
0: right. I'm right. dying.
1: They're gonna kill me. But I always just want to say Lacey.
0: Right. <laughs> but no, you're not so, supposed to. Exactly. So it really comes down to like your needs and like where your industry is, right? So then that's where connectors like myself can come into play. So if you're a founder in LA and you need support, you need help, you feel frustrated, or you want to bring value to somebody, because I also love calling out mentors, like our community needs more mentors, um, just reach out to me. And I'd love to connect dots for you because each one of these programs offers unique things to different people. So yeah, just to get people into the right place, they can reach out and I'll dial them in.
1: And where can they connect with you?
0: So I'm super active on LinkedIn. So it's Greg Monterosa. um, Twitter and Instagram, it's at Greg Metro. So yeah, people can just reach out to me and I'll connect dots.
1: And can you spell it for everybody? Spell both of them?
0: Yeah. So Greg Metro is G-R-E-G-M-E-T-R-O. So that's me on Instagram and Twitter. And Greg Monterosa, G-R-E-G-M-O-N-T-E-R-R-O-S-A on LinkedIn.
1: And we'll include all the links we've mentioned, all the resources and how to connect with Greg in the show notes too. So be sure to check out the show notes for that. And so Greg, when you started my LLC and got it to where you got it, can you walk us through like, where is my LLC today? So people could have appreciation of the type of company you've grown.
0: So um, it employs a lot of people across several States now. So I was into it year six and I realized that I needed to bring somebody smarter than me in to help me grow my business. So I called it like, like my eBay playbook where they brought in Meg Whitman as the adult in the room who created HR policies and paid our taxes. So I needed to mirror that. So I did that and slowly scaled my way out of my business without having to give up any equity.
1: What does that, how do we do that? What does that look like?
0: So you have to, other than to, the
1: American dream.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. No. So, so the key is like as a founder, when you have those conversations with people and you identify what their needs are. So it would have been easy for me to offer this person equity in my business. And I simply asked her like, what's important to you? And so she told me that good health benefits um, and high pay were like her thing. So we offered her both, brought her husband on board too, so he can get on the health insurance plan. And yeah, the business just continues to grow and thrive. We went on to write the book LLC for Dummies, which put us on the map. And so exciting things happening over there.
1: I'm curious. I really, I would love for you to get into that a little bit. You decided to write the book LLC for Dummies. Who Whose idea was that? And how did that help position you? It reminds me of LinkedIn and how at some point, I think it was about three or four years ago, LinkedIn said, no, we, we position ourselves as a media company. Every company today needs to be a media company. And so um, whose thought was it to create the book and how did that help the business?
0: So Riley Publications reached out to my business partner and they were like, we were like eight months into the company and I was physically living in my office at the time. And like me paying myself, was like non-existent. So I was working like a nighttime shift at a Sephora restocking shelves. And then this book publisher reaches out and they're like, hey, we met you guys at a trade show. Um, we need somebody to write the book LLC for Dummies. So we're like, we got you. And so then that really helped put us on the map. It, we used it as a business card almost to go in to partnerships with companies like Microsoft, FedEx, Amex.
1: Wow. And what trade show was it? Do you remember?
0: Um, it was, I think it was like one of these transportation trade shows. So my whole thing was like, I'm going to be something to, like, a niche. So truck drivers. There were so many truck drivers and that just didn't have corporations and LLCs. So I became everything to that demographic.
1: It's so interesting because um, people ask me all the time, like, what's the point of going to events? What's the point of going to events? And here you focus on a demographic, which I think is brilliant. And it's a huge mistake I made when I built my sports company that I've learned since. And then you were at this event related to that demographic and were able to connect with these people you wouldn't otherwise have connected with. And so it's the, it, like ROI by going to events isn't always so clear or so fast. It kind of plays out over time and it's kind of like mysterious. Would you agree?
0: So my secret weapon at trade shows was seeing who the other exhibitors were so I would come out of pocket like our first few years like we had to be at South by Southwest Interactive like it was just that time where you had to be there totally but but then I would be able to walk up to people at the Microsoft booth and we have something in common that we're both exhibitors there so it's neat how that kind of dialogue would end up into like where you guys headed after this or let's grab breakfast so like Don't undervalue the other exhibitors if you participate at trade shows.
1: Interesting. That's very interesting. And what do you think now? I don't know if you have any thoughts on like how L.A., the LA Tech community is transitioning to virtual for now while we have to. Have you noticed people doing virtual really well within LA Tech?
0: I have. And it is so refreshing to not have to drive anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: know. That is a pro in LA. (laughs) That
0: is, like, I'm being spoiled right now because, like, all my meetings, like, I'm doing them out of my living room. I think the last time I filled up my gas tank was in March.
1: Yeah, I feel you on that. I love it. And so what are some of the events, the virtual events you've come across?
0: So we've been using this platform called Remo for Boost LA's pre-accelerator program. So we've been using that to like dive into different sections and it's just built for like a lot of people meeting under one roof um i got a sneak peek into community
1: oh yeah that's the texting app
0: right no no no. so community is like a v it's like a vc discord world a lot of people are doing things really cool out there right now and i think I... facebook's launching like their own video platform too
1: wait so you're not talking about community the text messaging community app it's something different
0: oh, you know what it's clubhouse oh it's just, like, yes clubhouse, clubhouse.
1: okay how yeah so club stuff? out is, club clubhouse is like the new new i've been seeing it on tapcrunch and stuff um so tell us a little bit more uh about how do you spell remo do you know
0: it's R-E-M-O-D co
1: and and then clubhouse is that club house i don't remember
0: mm, i think like somebody sent me a link to their test pilot
1: yeah clubhouse clubhouse is something really interesting to check i don't but think it's in the App Store not, yet but not an la tech company yeah right, right. <laughs> what, but well yeah go ahead
0: An la tech company i'm excited for is pray.com
1: oh tell us about pray
0: so pray.com are led by like an amazing team steve and matt and so these guys are based out of science in santa monica mike jones's program
1: which is an incubator yeah right it's where dollar shave club was born
0: no big deal right (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah they're part of that program and it's neat like they're at the epicenter like their platform is blowing up right now like people are yeah Faith in tech.
1: And um, what other LA tech companies or talent have you come across lately who have really impressed you?
0: So like the Honey team was a home run. I've been watching them for a while and for them to go from like a Chrome extension to, to what know, they're at now crazy. is like awesome. And then uh, plenty of companies out there just making moves, which is nice.
1: Have you come across a certain person? Um, I know you brought up the founder of Prey. Is there anybody else that comes to mind that is really just like taking maybe in in the in the Startup Boost program?
0: So what, a startup there that that's...
1: A startup or one of the mentors.
0: So a startup that's coming out of there that I'm excited to watch is um, Filmocracy. And so, oh, what tell us. so what they're doing is they're giving the indepen- independent filmmaker a place to shine. And so for the longest time, like those indie films, like to get like a curated platform to show me good indie films pretty much impossible to find
1: how for everybody um further along in their journey like you are that is now looking for more to connect more on a mentor level with the community what path would you suggest to them so that they can become a more active figure in helping people
0: so um connecting with programs on on linkedin so a few years ago i bought a one-way ticket and moved to paris So before I left to Paris, I emailed a couple of VC groups and I was like, Hey, I'm this tech guy from LA coming out there. I'd love to bring you and your team some value. And like 80% of people responded with like, pull up, like, come on in, welcome. Like they love that kind of feedback. So like if somebody's trying to mentor, like if they want to participate, like reach out to LMU, reach out to SC, like these schools have amazing entrepreneurship programs that are a great gateway for you to understand that role of like mentor mentee.
1: And when you mentor, do you take a piece of equity or how does that work?
0: So I'm, I'm a fan of like give first. And so if I find a company that that's doing awesome things, the founders are cool. Like I'm going to connect dots for them. And I do it because I don't need anything in return from them. Um, There are times where you're offered advisor stock and that's if you're helping them close around or if you've made an introduction to them, that's just ridiculous. But I've turned down equity a few times just because like relax, slow down, like don't be so quick to just hand it out to people like let me bring your life value and then we can have this conversation.
1: I wonder if that's also inspired because with your own company that you were really mindful about maintaining full equity. So maybe you're just protective of others. Exactly. And um, what what are some suggestions you'd give everybody if they're thinking about like how to get involved in the L.A. tech community while times are a little bit unusual and everything is virtual?
0: So, you know what, like our L.A. tech community on Twitter is awesome. So uh, go out there and like just tech L.A., L.A. tech, like you'll start connecting with amazing people or tools like LinkedIn, Right. There, there's
1: also the long LA hashtag.
0: Right, right. Yeah. So so you can actively participate. Like Twitter, it has like sub communities in it. Like sometimes people pull up the, the platform and they just see it for their like feed. But no, you can really dive in and connect with people.
1: It's interesting. The guest we had on earlier today, also huge Twitter fan. I asked him a question that I'm about to ask you, which is what is your favorite app, website, uh, hardware? It could be anything. Um, and his response was, was twitter um right. so you can't pick the same thing but what is which is your favorite one i mean uh, i suppose if so that like, was your I, favorite. am, it's
0: am i too old to say tiktok
1: no all right
0: because like like i've been learning a lot of hacks on tiktok so like, like what so people have taught me like social media hacks like there's like people that are brilliant at social media giving you like digestible content so the worst is like having to sit through like a 30 minute youtube video for like that one piece of tip you want oh. Totally. So, I've been realizing, like, if you dive into the TikTok world of like everything from like Forex trading to like people are just dropping gems on there.
1: Totally. So, I love it. Are you starting your own TikTok as well?
0: Oh, uh, you know what? Like, I created an account, but that's about as far as I've gotten.
1: So, there's a Facebook group called TikTok Secrets. Have you heard of it? No. Nah. And it's by an LA tech person who lives out in Anaheim. We'll still count Anaheim. Right, right, I mean, right. if you're local, you're like, that's Dicey. But we'll count Anaheim. Okay. It's so like I even count San Diego sometimes, right? right. Like, and uh, yeah, Michael um, Michael Sanchez. And he has a Facebook group called TikTok Secrets. Super valuable information. And then he has like a mastermind connected to that where they do in-depth like conversations, but really like amazing about how to utilize TikTok for business and grow your TikTok and have the TikTok lead to leads and everything. It's and
0: awesome. their algorithm is next level. Like startups should take note um, on like their algorithms because once like they really get to know the user. Unlike YouTube, where like on YouTube you watch one surf video and they feel like that's all you want to watch. Yeah. You know they make it really digestible and dangerous.
1: Yeah, we had <laughs> we had one of um one of uh, head of business at TikTok on the We Are LA Tech podcast, so it's really interesting how the way TikTok is positioned right now. And TikTok is LA based, hey, which is crazy. Yes,
0: um, they went on a huge sp- hiring spree by the way right before COVID, like really we were hiring everybody yeah
1: that's that that's crazy um one of the things that is really cool is they curate your feed for positivity so like everybody's saying that they don't feel like that emotional distress when they're in tiktok it actually makes them feel happier or more connect i don't know about connected just like right, right, right. like more fluffy <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but if you if you notice like if you're scrolling on tiktok people in your phone book will like appear in your feed
1: really right like no. i've caught
0: i've caught people that like oh are like anti-tiktok like i've caught them dancing okay like i'm like Wait, no bro, take a screenshot it's like bro you just like you came up on my feed bro like <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: What, what's one piece of advice you'd give everyone before we start to wrap up?
0: Oh, so I would just remind everyone that happiness is a choice. And so with everything going on right now, we can choose to let it get to us and upset us. But like, let's choose happiness for a bit. And especially for founders or people that are out there, like, let's say you just lost your job, right? And you feel like your world is caving in. I'm going to say like, go out there and learn a skill because that's a choice. Hundred
1: percent. life is a choice
0: is what I'll leave your audience with.
1: One more little thing is mm-hmm. one thing that I thought that was really cool about you is even in this interview, like in the platform we we were using before, we had to be flexible and it wasn't going perfect and we adapted. What kind of like encouragement can you give to everybody when things aren't going perfect and they have to kind of like recalibrate to figure out new solutions? How uh, how can so they like, make it through the hiccups?
0: Right. So like I ride motorcycles and horses, and so when you're in a messed up scenario, you're always looking for your way out because if I focus on like the side of the bus that's where I'm going to end up so so it was that right like all right we're gonna eventually figure this out like one step at a time and then we yeah. eventually did and we had an amazing conversation either. I
1: know this has been great thank you so much Greg for hanging out with the we are LA Tech podcast if you want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary people in LA tech remember to go to the we are LA Tech Facebook group at we slash community that's we are slash community say hello on social at we are LA tech, on Twitter on Instagram on Facebook I will see you guys talk to you guys hear you guys in the next episode bye
0: bye <laughs> this is Greg Monerosa, founder of myLC.com. we help people set up corporations and LLC we're based in Westlake Village and you're listening to We Are LA Tech
1: The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo.
0: Edited by Jorge Terracena. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll.
1: Community spotlight coordination by Sarah Tran. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm
0: production.